Say goodnight, Kevin. Goodnight, Kevin. You all right, mate? Hey, man. 20th of December. Oh, this is the final stretch. Yeah, we're really in the final stretch now. Things are getting quite, quite Christmassy mm. around here. And with limited time left, we're getting to the really, really good stuff. Starting with... For some people, a highlight of Christmas Day. For some people, an absolute non-event. Because it really comes down to the fact of... Or the question, rather, of whether you're into crap jokes or not. Do you like a crap joke? Uh, I'll take it. Yeah? I'll, 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 I really do. Yeah. I like a one-liner. I like a like a Tim Vine kind of comedian. Yeah, 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 yeah. That like stuff those. really is up my street. I like the more intellectual type of comedian as well. The kind of will make you think. But also, I like someone who just says silly things. Yeah. So, today we're talking about cracker jokes. And... I've got a feeling you're going to tell some, and I'm going to tell some, which I'm going to laugh at, which people at home are going to think, oh, that was awful. Okay. So. Ready to crack a joke? <laughs> let's crack a joke. Go on, you tell us one first. Uh, what does Miley Cyrus have for her Christmas dinner? What does Miley Cyrus have for her Christmas dinner? I don't know. Twerky. Twerky, nice. That's a bit more of a modern one. I was going to wait a second Isn't to go for it? the modern ones. Um, but I'll give you a modern one too. Uh, what does Donald Trump do after he pulls a cracker? Dunno. Pays her off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a bit naughty. <laughs> I think that's a good joke. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. Um, okay. Um, why was the turkey in the pop group? Uh, I don't know. Because he was the only one with drumsticks. Nice, I like it. <laughs> um, what does Santa suffer from if he gets stuck in a chimney? I don't know. Claustrophobia. <laughs> Claustrophobia. Well, you have to say it with the inflection, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what happened to the man who stole an advent calendar? Um, he got put in jail. He got he got twenty five days. <laughs> That's good. I thought it was twenty four, but I guess we'll yeah. Well, we're, we're doing twenty four. They better not be stitching us up now and saying we've got to do an extra episode of this advent run <laughs> because we're not, not doing it. No. I've had quite enough. Um, why has Boris Johnson bought mistletoe this year? Don't know. Because he's tired of being in the single market. Oh, he's a yeah. The, I mean, this. I am, to be fair, on the fifteen, top fifteen modern Christmas cracker jokes of two thousand eighteen. Um, some of them aren't that good. Why is Debenhams being forced to cancel its Christmas nativity play? Huh. No profit. <laughs> what does Philip Green? No. What does Philip Green buy former employees for Christmas? Huh. Their silence. <laughs> um, oh, there's one. What? That. When do shepherds practice their new dances? No, I've got, I've got that so wrong. <laughs> Scrap that one because I've told, I've kind of told you the punchline a little bit. Um, I was meant to say sheep, but I said <laughs> shepherds, <laughs> so I've ruined that one. Um, what's the difference between you like this one? What's the difference between the Love Island villa and the stable where Jesus was born? 
the stable had some wise men in it. I've messed <laughs> up again. <laughs> you should not do jokes. I'm panicking so much. <laughs> so the stable had, had some wise <laughs> Oh, that one was quite a good one until I ruined it. I cut my finger when I cracked it yesterday. Did you? Yeah. I didn't read the joke, actually. Maybe that proves I don't really like Christmas Did crackers. you wear the hat? I did. Did I you win? No, I lost both. Both? Well, it was like one of them ones, oh, wasn't it? Oh, crossed arms. I don't yeah. like those. I uh, know, because you lose them all. Because you don't um, know where... I don't know where to look. I don't know where to focus. I'd... No, I was really scared when everyone started doing it. Yeah. I was like, I'm holding one. It doesn't make sense. I swear um, I always lose both as well. I got a ruler as well. They're always crap, Shit aren't they? Shit ruler. Like, you got a joke out of it. Just... It's a three-inch ruler. So I said, said to Joe, yeah, go measure yourself. Oh. <laughs> you went you went aggressive rather than self-deprecating. Interesting. Yes, because <laughs> that's what I do with Joe. Oh, okay, nice. We like to do that. We like to rib each other. Nice. <laughs> Glad you said rib. Really pronounce that b. <laughs> uh, um, cool. I I don't really like crackers. I could really take or take them or leave them. I just don't think they add that much. They're, it's like a no. moment at the beginning of a meal. And it's just like, it's get over and done well, with. why do we do that? <laughs> and I don't like just, the hats either. It's like quite a lot. Yeah, I don't like that. They kind I of hurt the top of my ears and yeah, you just all look got, stupid. We haven't got hair for them. Yeah. Um, I only wore it because I turned, I looked around and everyone had it on. Yeah. Everyone took them off after about a couple of minutes because they just yeah. get annoying. It's just so much recycling and like yeah. crap presents no one wants. Cardboard, paper, plastic. And it's all in there. Yeah. Gunpowder or whatever the <laughs> fuck it is that makes it pop. <laughs> yeah, definitely gunpowder. <laughs> What is that stuff? I don't know. But, yeah, I just... Of all the Christmas like traditions, that's one which, for me, it's just... It, it passes me by. Mm. Um, so let's talk about something else instead. Let's do that. As I said earlier, we're at the business end here. I'm going to tell you what we've got coming up in the next few days because I can tell some people are going to be worried about, you know, are we ever going to get to the real meat? Tomorrow, we're going to go through our... 2018 wrapped on Spotify tell you what we've actually been listening to the most that kind of thing mm-hmm. a big moment in the modern kind of end of year roundup it was Spotify really have kind of joined in on that act then we're going to be doing our song of the year countdown yep followed by our album of the year countdown really the biggest tracks award going so many countdowns and then on the last day Christmas Eve we're going to be doing a bit of gift giving. We're going to be kind of winding down and doing what will be, I'm afraid to say, our last episode of the year. Yes. And for quite some time, but more on that later. And before we get there, today, we're going to talk about other people's end of year lists. Because it's, in some ways, it can be quite a gratifying moment as we get to December, where you look at Pitchfork, The Guardian, NME all these people, what they're ranking. And sometimes they will be putting at number one an album that you would also put at number one. You think, oh, I'm smart. I know as much <laughs> as real-life music journalists, and I'm happy with it. But other times, you will look at these lists and think, I have not heard a fucking thing on here. It's all <laughs> complete gobbledygook to me. Yeah. Have I even been listening to music this year? I don't know. That is what... A lot of this year's lists have done to me a little bit. I've got to be honest. Yeah, same. Um, I'm not going to name by names. Name by names? <laughs> I'm not going to name uh, things that I have picked that are on people's lists. 
because no. that's yet to come. I don't want to ruin it. I am going to mention some things that I've never heard or things that I'm surprised that are ranked quite so highly, maybe. Okay. And I hope you are too, Harry. Are <laughs> you still there? <laughs> I am. I'm just uh, looking through my list now. Nice. Well, kick us off then. I sure shall. So, firstly, I'm going to go with a band that is on the top. Oh, sorry, no, they're number four on the enemy playlist. Mm-hmm. And it's a band called, called Sunflower Bean. 22 in Blue is the name of the album. Yes. It's a band I know. I know a few songs by them, but I've not I've not listened to the whole, they, the whole record. Are they indie? Are they... Yeah. They're kind of... Um, they're quite... Uh, what, who are they similar to? I suppose they've got, from what I've heard, a bit of a kind of... Slightly poppier, sleeter, kinny kind of thing going okay. on. A, a little bit grungy, but sunnier yeah. than that. Underground rock band, uh, laced dreamy folk rock swoons. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I just said, sort <laughs> of. Um, yeah, that's uh, what number? Number four. See, this is this is exactly what I'm kind of talking about here. Yeah, bands that maybe you've been aware of, they've been on your radar, but to see them really ranking, you think, what what have I missed? Yeah, because there's especially when you're going through the list and at number thirty-six is something you consider your favorite album. Yeah. And it's like, well, Jesus, like, what, what happened? Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, cool. What, what are you going for? Well, I'm going to I'm gonna start with what is Pitchfork's number one. Um, and it is a record I really enjoyed back in kind of late summer. And it's an artist that I've had a lot of time for over the years. It's Mitski's Be The Cowboy. Yeah. Um, I think I'm on record on this podcast numerous times kind of singing the praises of Mitski. I think she's a a wonderful artist um, with something really interesting to say and a unique sound but I'm not even convinced this is her best album No. Um, and when this was announced I saw her even on Twitter herself say she couldn't quite believe that it was their number one um, which obviously is kind of the uh, you know nice modesty that we like from musicians you don't want them to say yeah of course I'm number one you don't want Kanye West's everywhere running riot and saying they're the best thing ever but i it, i sensed that it was it seemed a left field choice to her too um yeah and you know, they give a little kind of uh a little write up of why they've put a number one but yeah it just really took me by surprise it, it's a, it's a nice record a nice sounding record with a lot of interesting moments but to be the one that blew you away this year I just each to their own personally but it surprised it, yeah. me um, mine's a little bit linked in a way it's actually the number one of Rolling Stones okay Rolling Rolling Stones <laughs> which is uh, Cardi B's Invasion of Privacy yeah and the reason I'm not gonna start slating anything because very honestly there are 90% of this album I haven't heard yeah. Um, so I can't really give an opinion on it and that is not the best thing to say to when you're kind of making these lists um, it's I've heard a few Cardi B tracks I get why why she's quite big right now Yeah, I saw an interview with her I think she's a very well spoken nice person um, but Rolling Stones number one Some there are times when I think um People always use these lists to kind of set a precedent, or they or they say they put something to like enemies number one, yeah. nineteen seventy five. I just think 
I don't think you believe that is their number one. I think 1975 is one of the, one of the only people they now talk about, and Nazi yeah. Monkeys was number two. And I was thinking, is that because a lot of your listeners or people yeah. that re- still read whatever you do are these fans? I think Enemy are a, a slightly difficult one to take too seriously because we know the troubles they've had over recent years. I think they're so desperately clamouring to get an audience and keep hold of it that they're almost... I looked at their list and it read to me almost like they're they're trying to play to the gallery mm. to the extent that we need to keep the people who like the 1975 on board. So let's say that that you know these set five artists, Blossoms was really high on there as mm. well. And it's like no one liked the Blossoms record, no one. But they think people who like Blossoms have read would read the Enemy. So let's say it's really good. Let's yeah. kind of big them up. And also their number one had really nothing in there about why it was their number one yeah um what anything else well on on a similar kind of vein again i this this all could end up sounding really negative and i apologize if it does because um we're not here trying to do that at all but one that we both went and listened to today in fact because it's been popping up on loads of people's lists resident records is a, a record store in brighton that i really respect and love um, and they always do a top 100 albums of the year that I'm massively intrigued by every year. And normally I really go with their picks, but they had put Double Negative by Low at number one. Mm. It's also number eight on Pitchforks. I think it's about number four on Guardians. And we both listened to it today, and I, I accept that with something like this, it's a bit more cerebral. It takes a bit more concentration. It's maybe not a first impression kind of record. But at the same time, for me... Your album of the year is one that blew your socks off. Yeah. And you listen to and you love and you just can't... You, you almost can't contain yourself as you're listening to it. And, and they also think it's the best thing that there was that year. Yeah. And I just... I just can't see it. It's and, it's kind of ambient sound, most of it. And, there, there, you know, there is this idea of uh, music being a subjective thing and you know, maybe we just don't get it. But when you listen to it, I was very... I I don't want to be too, like, uh, quick to judge things. But I just thought, no, I'm a couple of songs in, and this isn't, like, a really groundbreaking, interesting album. And it doesn't... Maybe an album of the year doesn't have to be necessarily groundbreaking, but it has to be better than everything else. Yeah. And it it, it it either has to be the most fun... And like the most enjoyable, I think, or it has to be saying the most important thing, or it has to be making a sound and pushing a genre further than it's ever been before. And yeah, okay, I, I admit I could go much deeper into this record, but I, I really can't see how all of that's there. Mm. I, it felt to me a bit of a pretentious choice, and I hate to call people pretentious, and I hate to. Uh, cast aspersions on what are other people's completely valid opinions but I just didn't get it no. um, so are we going to make it our number one too yeah of course yeah, we are yeah. cool we're going to look cool yeah <laughs> um, the last one I'm going to talk about is uh, an album that I just haven't heard um, and I've heard lots of people talk about them and we've talked about this before when someone kind of wants you to hear something so much you kind of put it off and we don't really know why that happens you just kind of want to find it on your own, maybe, or you know, whatever the reason is. But it's actually uh, Sophie 
with the abentile oil of every pearl's un insides. It's hard to say. Um, it's ranked quite highly for some people. It's number 18, I believe, on Pitchfork. Yeah, um, it's but high on the like so I can't remember who it is, but somebody had it there, number one. Um, and I've had friends that really like Sophie. And I think it's because, like you say, these albums have to be doing certain things. I guess it is kind of... It is doing something, I think, that is quite different to everything else in that top 100 or top 50. Yeah. Um, there isn't too much I can say because I just haven't heard enough. I heard a track she did uh, last year um, and the video for it was wacky and it was kind of crazy and uh, I really enjoyed it. I don't think I really liked the song that much. <laughs> something about like crying, like stop crying or something. But it, like, I didn't personally, like, I wouldn't go and put yeah. that on to go and kind of bop my head to. But it was a good tune. Like it yeah. was well made and the, the video was great fun and stuff. Um, I would like to kind of look into this artist a bit more. Yeah. Absolutely. Cool. Um, um, the last one I'm going to kind of wrap it up on um, is one that I guess slightly unfairly, but it surprised me purely because it's only just come out. I'm talking about Earl Sweatshirt with yes. some rap songs. Came out about a week ago and is in quite a lot of people's top tens, and I really like it. I'm a big fan of it. I've kind of, I must have listened to it five, six times in the first week it came out. It really, I, it really caught my attention. Um, I just feel like album of the year. You need a bit more time with it. It feels like it's a real honour, and I don't know if I could ever see myself giving it to something that's only just come out. In my head, there's like a cut-off of maybe beginning of November, something like that, where it's like anything past that is too, is too late for Album of the Year contender. Yeah. I don't know why that feels like it should be the case, but well, in my head it does. Some things... Is it Mercury Awards that kind of do it earlier in the year and then yeah. kind of they'll include the latter half of the year in yeah. the next one kind of thing? Like They should kind of maybe do that like December onwards... Yeah, should just be into the next one. Uh, yeah, yeah, totally. Maybe um, I don't really know. Or just don't bring your album out then. <laughs> but but if you know some, you might just not care about those lists and stuff. And oh yeah, very I, mean, I, d- so I don't, don't think I don't think many people do. To be fair, and it is it's something that people like us care about a lot. But I imagine artists not that asked really because it's it's mm. totally it's not a real especially thing, when it? it's enemy. Yeah. Um, no, it's not. It's just a bunch of people's opinion on what they like most that, yeah. that time. Um, but I, I do really like this album, so I'm going to play a song from it before we go out. Um, I'm going to play The Mint. I really like that song. And I think you all will too, listeners. We will see you tomorrow for, as I gave away earlier, Spotify 2018 wrapped. Blimey. Yep, yep, that's right. We'll see you there. I'm see you. Bye. I'm running thing. Hold me down. Hold me up. Hold me close. Cause when times are up, show they true colors. Don't know who to trust. Mind working like the water when it rushed. Growing for my father, bitter to his touch. Now I'm solely honored. Living is a must. All this for my mama till I'm dust. 
God gon' deal the karma, lost my trust in every man, no, many men got me in a jam, I be in my feelings on the other hand, I just need a moment, off of my condolence, smoking to the morning. Brody on the corner with a piece on his hip, give a warning for you, blow it in the sky, tiptoeing over mortar and a brick, bumping shoulders with the devil in disguise, shoulder level water on the rise, twist, forties in the morning in the winter, I heard you got your sauce at the Enterprise, evidently it was rented, but it's mine, evidently it was written like Nas, I was in the kitchen with that nigga Mike, gotta listen when I tell you simmer down, two years I've been missing living life, you was wild and every day was trash, crackers piling in to rape the land, early morning watch my swollen hands, hit the showers, cleanse my soul and crash, Tiptoeing over glass, Brody go too fast, told him slow up No, I use so much of everything in hand, except the difference is Now nah, I control it, I be in the crib and in the moment stuck Sipping out the flask, feet up on the dash I hit the split but don't promote it under overpass No cap, sand falling out the hourglass Grand total, it's a whole lot of raps Quicksand, scrambling out of that